0: Hey everyone, this episode of Star Trek The Next Conversation is brought to you by the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Do you believe it? I bet you do, because that's our sponsor. Looking for a fun thing to do? It's the holiday season. Maybe you're uh, busy having a New Year's party over in uh, Los Angeles, California, and you're like, man, what am I going to do on New Year's Day? Guess what? The Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum and Auditorium is going to be open and ready to take you in. Why not swing by after 5.30 p.m. for a buy-one-get-one one offer that is brought to you exclusively by this podcast? Mention Star Trek The Next Conversation, and you can have two people get in there for the price of one. That's right. Two for $20 after 5.30 p.m. You tell them Matt and Andy sent you from Star Trek The Next Conversation, and they'll say, Huh? Let me get a manager. And the manager will be like, Oh, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. It's 20 bucks for two people after 5.30 p.m. Thanks, Ripleys. Now go believe it. Or not. Everybody. welcome to Star Trek: The Next Conversation. It's the world's premier podcast about Star Trek that happens to also be hosted by two people who kind of like each other.
1: I'm almost. Matt. I'm Andy. <laughs> uh, uh, we're warp two away from liking each other. Oh, that's not that bad. I,
0: I thought we were certainly three days travel at warp eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the devil's due. It's Andy Secunda's favorite episode It's my
1: very favorite episode (laughs) Um,
0: Look As I say to Andy I've seen this episode a ton Watched it so many times And uh, Quite frankly uh, Hopefully uh, Throughout this episode We'll uh, start to understand why Because quite frankly I don't understand it So would you have them watch it? Yeah Help me out Why do I like it so much? Yeah Figure it out. Buckle up!
1: Oh, guys, catchphrase episode.
0: Buckle up, Secunda!
1: Oh, I think you're gonna like some of our. Two catchphrases. We might as well just hop over in there.
0: What? This is unprecedented. Yeah. Andy, we're getting in there already? I think you're in sync with this show already. Oh, my God. Well, let's just uh, head on in over there. Uh, okay. And by over there, I mean right here, because we're in the hall. We start in the hallway, obviously, everybody. and then Now, is this our last show before Christmas? It is our last show before Christmas. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Have a good Christmas, guys. Look, if you're looking for something, you're, you're like, I don't know what to get my uh, husband or wife or... Uh, partner, uh, and you know they're a Star Trek fan, uh, why not get them the gift of a Patreon membership to this year' podcast to give them even more content that you think they might like? Yeah. That's right. If you need more podcasts, eh, look, we do two full-boned episodes, big-boned episodes, <laughs> <laughs> over on the Patreon page every month. Uh, if you're a lieutenant, you get uh, one episode. If you're the uh, in the president's circle, you get yourself two. Sign them up. Just uh, say, here, you'll love this. Now go download all the episodes that are already there. It's hours of entertainment, so if you're like, man, there's nothing to listen to this week, swing on by. Say hello. Visit us. Listen to us break down the Orville.
1: MCU movies.
0: I'm talking Iron Man. Iron Man 2. Uh, Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Uh by this time next, by the time you probably listen to this, uh, maybe even uh, Thor will be up there. Who knows? If you select it, only way to find out is to head on over. I think there may be a surprise also at some point. Andy's got some surprises up his sleeve. Andy and I have also been discussing. Uh, maybe uh, we talk a little disco over on the Patreon page. Well, that
1: was the surprise. Oh, now it's not. I ruined the surprise. It's I guess it's exciting. It's not enough.
0: Yeah, surprise. it's really up to them though if they want it. Exactly. And if they don't want it. Whatevs. We do what you want. You're our boss over there. That's right. Andy, Matt, let's go to the Admiral's Club. Okay. Oh.
2: Hey,
0: you know what? It's okay.
3: You if
0: you expect it to be any smoother on the president's circle, you are wrong. <laughs> It'll be a it is the same.
1: Super cut someday of me going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all
0: so the times I've miscued. Andy wants to know how we get in here, and I'm going to tell you all exact thing i tell andy every week how leave a five-star review on apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcasts and you'll be welcomed into the admiral's club uh, every week andy takes a selection uh, of a couple and uh reads them and shares them with you the listener um andy right now is having a little bit of a problem uh with uh verifying the email address that he owns
1: the, it's, uh, well, you tell me, Mr. Mac Genius. That's uh, me. This is a thing that we want to play. Yeah, oh, so I'll, I'll hit this instead. I'll put it into the drives. Oh, oh my God. Is it the save in the drive? Yeah. Save I it like this.
0: Andy's Andy doesn't need a Mac Genius. It's really upsetting. Look, I do have one message, one Christmas message. If you're looking for a Christmas gift to get somebody, uh, I'm going to recommend this book that was uh, given to me when I was in London, Andy, at the Star Trek. Uh, Uh, Not the surgery At the James Bonding uh, episode of the London Podcast Festival uh, Tim and Singh wrote a book called Born to be Bad So if you're a child of the 80s Like all of us uh, Who are in the room right now um, One of the great things in our lives Was watching crazy movies You know, your Robocops Your Karate Kids your, your, uh, Your Empire Strikes Backs Your Diehards And your... Look, I'm even looking on the cover. William Atherton's on here from Ghostbusters. So I'm just talking about all the people who played great villains in the 80s, who did it many times over, were compiled and interviewed in this book, Born to be Bad, by Tim and Singh. It's a great book. It's very interesting stuff. Ronnie Cox, who uh, did a two-part uh, Star Trek episode, who also is in uh, the wonderful movie RoboCop um, as Dick Jones. Uh hear in-depth interview with him, talks about Star Trek, talks about Robocop. It's just great. If you're uh, a nerd and you like the movies that 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 sort of uh, shaped all of us, I would I can't more highly recommend this book called Born to be Bad Tim and Singh, go ahead find it wherever your books are sold. Head on to Amazon. If you want to go uh, right straight to the source, you can go to bearmanermedia.com beAR. Manor M-A-N-O-R Media.com uh, And pick up yourself a copy Pick yourself up a copy Not pick up yourself A copy Pick yourself up A copy
1: Born to be bad Get it Anyway While he was talking I tried to figure it out Couldn't do it Frederick You're <laughs> on your own
0: Um. Okay Admiral's Club Frederick If you can get it to Andy Within the next week I will cut it into the episode
4: Okay there you go Right here
0: Andy, hang on one second while I give us the space to do that.
4: Twas the night before Monday, and the sun had gone low. Not a creature was stirring, except maybe Bo. My phone was plugged in on my nightstand with care, in the hopes a new T&C soon would be there. The East Coast was sleepy, but they still tried to wait. While in Brisbane, Damien yelled, Andy, bugger off, mate. When suddenly in face group a post did appear.
5: From Rob Garrison, this week's episode's here. I sprang from my bed and refreshed Apple Podcast. Tis a three-hour show that's arrived here, at last! Ractigeno, perhaps, or tea, Earl Grey Hot? Either way, knee
4: caffeine, doze off listening, I must not. Then it started to play. Go to Ripley's, Matt urged. It's a two-for-one deal. My excitement then surged. To seek out contrived civilizations, Andy said. Then Matt, welcome, guys! And I drew in my head. Andy dressed to the nines in a brown bespoke blazer. And Matt's beard, how majestic. He sent stun on my phaser. To the Admiral's Club. First through
5: this door, then ten. How to join? Leave a five-star review at the end. Then the next room. A circle where a strange resident mutters under his breath "God I'm the president. Then they went live for some face-grouping fun. Saw a post from Matt's mom that said, Proud of you, son. Andy opened the hail bag and read through the rhetoric.
4: Eh, not bad, declared Matt. Give that letter six Fredericks. But the next listener letter brought a snarky perspective. About Star Wars, no less. What a weird prime corrective. Should they watch this week's show? Andy asked with a plum. Yes, they should, answered Matt, because it's not season one. On this day, look who's talking. Hit songs by Sinead.
5: Then a random diversion, as Baker Street played. Captain's log, then the star date, then the mission synopsis. Then some snark theater? I think nothing could top this.
4: See that helmsman right there? His performance is lacking needs a course at Andy's school of specific acting. What was going on here? The writers strike most assuredly. In a procedural, I'd fix this, groaned the late Maurice Hurley.
5: What a weird choice of blocking, bad writing mistakes. What the hell were they thinking? We'll have to ask Frakes. Troy has no powers, Riker loves Picard clearly. Geordie and his machines? What's the next Andy's theory? There's a jingle for that,
4: here, Andy began. No, my sound jack's unplugged. I did it
2: again.
4: They watched Klingons and Romulans. They watched Borg and Q. Matt relived his youth fondly. Andy watched them anew. The crew
5: saved the day thanks to fleet protocol. Matt was thrilled. Andy cheered. So say we all. It's now one in the morning. Matt must wake up at dawn to work out at the gym. Clarinet's note is yawn. We uh couldn't get that sound bite.
4: We're at nearly three hours. How much more can there be? Not so fast. First, we must choose this week's MVC. Now Data, now Crusher, now Riker and Geordi. On Wharf and on Troy and on Jean-Luc and Whoopi. You're the finest of Starfleet. You've answered the call. Now warp
5: away, warp away, warp away all. You're this week's MVC. You
4: saved ship, shipmate self. Here's a gold MVC you can set on your shelf. Matt gives this one three Andes, because the writing was lazy. 9.5 from Secunda? Brad Arrington's going crazy. An attractive guest star? Next week's trailer portends. Maybe this one will be Andy's new girlfriend. Then Andy
5: read off the show's contact details. Call 816-TREK-TNC for voice hails. They're also on Twitter, someday Instagram. Well, they'll finally upload those weird pics by Mike Mann. Then came last month's names of the Patreon crew. But first, Andy sighed. One last PayPal from
4: June. Then I heard them exclaim in a nerd bully rage, Happy podcast to all. Buckle up. Disengage.
0: Andy, I'm going to react as though we just heard it. Wow, Frederick. Way to go. (laughs) I think it's going to be delightful. Way to go, Andy, for getting that to me in a timely manner. Also, if he doesn't get it to me, it would be very funny. I think he should. Yeah, but the he I'm talking about is you. Yeah. We could also do it as a little bonus pod at the end. No, people don't listen to bonus pods, I've discovered. Is that true? <laughs> you know, only uh, like 8,000 people cared for our cru- Thanksgiving message. Interesting. So uh, thanks to the real fans.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> you really all heard it. Splitting them up. I think whoever wants to listen to whatever they want to listen to is fine. Yes. Andy, who's an admiral? Um, here are the admirals. First one is I from I want the cake with many exclamation points. Mm. Couldn't agree more, my friend. Be prepared to say we at random things every day. I random go around. Go,
0: oh, I random get, get, go around. Cut that into He the means super randomly cut. go
1: around. That's obviously what I mean. Saying we at things flying by or when things. Oh my God, who's who's having the situation? I'm having the situation. It's Perfect. not his I'll fault. read it. Uh,
0: this is from I Want the Cake. Three clams on that. I randomly go around saying "wee" at things flying by, or when tossing things to others at work, going down the hall on a stretcher for surgery, etc. Also, "buckle up" has entered my lexicon. At a national conference, I opened up my presentation with "buckle up." This is going to be a ride you won't forget. I even yelled out "secunda" at work when accomplishing a difficult task. Five out of five. Thank you. There you go, guys. I just put on a school and reading. <laughs> School <laughs> clinic.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
0: uh, I corrected my own stupidity. You schooled me. I
1: schooled you in clinics. <laughs> great podcast. Oh, podcast. Oh, this Jesus. one is says a podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna double so that's check not here. May. Yeah, great podcast about TNG. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Um, by two one three five five four. Four three eight five eight four. I hope that's not your tele- telephone number. If it is, how do you have so many digits? No, it's Same. too many digits. Um, and uh, this person says, "Things are only impossible until they're not," and that is a quote from Picard. He may not have said this if he had to listen to this podcast. Hmm. Things are only impossible until they're not. Well, I think you make
0: a lot of this impossible. Continuing, certainly. Oh, well, that like was it. It's impossible. Great five-star review. Thanks mm-hmm. and welcome to the club. Um, and now we're ready to enter the United Federation of Planets President Circle. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait for that, Andy. Are you ready? Are you ready to walk through I don't through know if I'm ready. Doors? I think there
1: may be something wrong with my brain today. Maybe it was the pizza. We just ate a ton of pizza.
0: Hang on. Let me just rephr- rephrase this. I ate three slices of pizza. Andy ate the rest of a pizza.
1: Okay. Here we go. So what is that? How many slices? Five slices. slices? That? That's five slices, yeah. It's
0: more than a half. Yeah. But less than a whole. Anyway... I, was, I, almost, as, I almost. I almost beat I'm not as in.
1: healthy as Matt is, is what he's saying. Uh,
0: no, that was a veiled uh, fad comment, I think. But it uh, was not. I'm not. You
1: know, look. It was I, a comment uh, on the way you eat. You eat the same as I eat. I not during the week. Well, no one eats the same as I. eat. That's I have
0: prepared fair. meals during the week. I I have a meal service of healthy, low carb meals really? that I bring to work every day in a lunch bag. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get a little healthier. Yeah, I got a baby coming. Got to worry about that. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) You're pulling health rank on me. (laughs) Uh,
1: I got nothing to be healthy for? Is that that what you're saying?
0: Guys, for the record, I'm much fatter than Andy, and I uh, still feel like I'm a little healthier. Here we go! I think he's right. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Everything. I Literally, there is not a thing that can be right today. We are recording episodes back-to-back, and I would like to say that that is the reason, but I don't think it is. I think some episodes I just get off on the right foot, and some episodes I don't. What are you going to do?
0: We're going to power through. Like, we're running out of fuel, and we got a giant starkiller base destroyer bullshit behind
1: us. The Christopher Pike Medal of Valor awardees... Maybe it's sugar. Is sugar the issue? Do you not have enough sugar? <laughs> no, I think, do I have too much sugar?
0: Guys, here's what's going to happen this week.
1: I'm also out
0: of... Uh... Lil Matt's going to take over on the on the reading. Perp,
1: oh, My uh... God. Okay, guys,
0: this is the Christopher Pike Medal of Valor awardees for this week. These are people who have left a message on our Patreon page who are already in the president's circle. They're going to get singled out. For Acts of Valor. And their act of valor this week is writing a message that we now are forced to read. And this is from Anthony Rideout. You know him. I know him. We read his name each month. Matt Nandy. And Conventional wisdom says that there is no such thing as a stupid question. Being a teacher for over 20 years, I can say without a doubt that there is. He's jacking I have, up his radio announcer voice to show me up. I have two stupid questions in regard to ranks on the Enterprise. One... During the best of both worlds, Riker is promoted to captain. In the second episode of season four, he is back to being a commander. Just because Picard has returned safely, why did Riker get demoted? Well, I think the answer there is that he probably there, there maybe there wasn't a ship. They did just lose a bunch of ships in that Wolf Three Five Nine battle, uh, and I think as was set up by him not taking command of the Melbourne, he wasn't he didn't feel the need to go command a ship yet so he retained his rank of commander and stayed on board as first officer
1: it is interesting though it seemed he was to be promoted and then he was demoted yeah it seemed to be his choice though oh it's obviously his choice sure and after everything he did at that uh, at uh, you know say picard yeah for sure he
0: i mean he did everything so much so that even ben maxwell mentioned it when he beamed aboard last week
1: did he really? I didn't notice yeah, he that. He said,
0: Oh, I know all about you, Riker. We owe you one for what you did about the, against the Borg. Oh,
1: wow, you're right.
0: Uh, and here's his second question from Anthony Rideout. Uh, again, Christopher Pike Medal of Valor winner. Uh, why are ensigns exclusively flying the ship? It seems like there are never any other ranks at the helm besides Jordi in season one, who was Lieutenant Junior grade. Thanks, guys. Keep up the excellent mediocre work. I love podcasts. He said, I love the podcast, but I just wanted to make him sound like he loved all podcasts. See, if
1: I had been reading that, I just would have read it wrong and then thought I was doing it wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I immediately covered for my wrongness. That's he the difference. Uh, for his
1: wrongness. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It
0: was. I wrote wrong. Yeah. He's, you I I read, read your wrong. wrong. No, I, you said you covered for your wrong. I did. I read it wrong, so I covered for it by saying that I had read it wrong deliberately because I oh, wanted him to say I love podcast. He said it right, and I did it in the I did it in oh, a split second because that's how my brain works. It's only built to podcast. Anything outside of podcasting, I suck so bad at. Living a regular life, being a television writer. These are all things I'm terrible at. I can't even play the guitar, and I have a ton of them.
1: He's overplaying his incompetence
0: now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to answer his second question with a follow-up question. We comment on this now seemingly every week since Wesley is gone. Yeah. We don't know what's going on why they're putting these randos in we know the probably oh, no the idea. television business reason which
1: is they don't want to pay a featured actor but what
0: I don't understand is why they can't settle on someone or move
1: someone over give yeah, Troy the ability to fly the ship this same faceless person be this person every week and then if they want to give him a line give him a line and if they complain then boot him but I feel like that that
0: person I feel like sometimes it's like you know it's probably like the Paramount casting office or whoever is booking the uh, background extras right and they're probably like, uh, hey,
1: we need you on Cheers this week. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I already booked out on yeah, whatever. Yeah, I can't do I
0: can't do Star Trek. I'm doing that Cheers may this be week. That
1: right. Yeah, that may be right. That may be the reason. I also, I do wonder, this would be a great question for the writers when we talk to them. Uh, when we inevitably really talk to them. Uh, I do wonder if there was an element of like, they don't. I don't want to keep putting her in because then those fans are going to be like, what about Allenby? How come Allenby's not there? Good, good point. And also. they don't want to give any power to one actor. Uh, but knowing the chaos of TV, I bet that wasn't it. I bet it's more what Matt says. Um, yeah, but I think you know we'll have to ask someone
0: eventually yeah. and find out. Uh, so thanks for the uh, message, Anthony. And here's a message from uh, Medal of Valor winner. Chief Master Sergeant, Chief Petty Officer, Rob Garrison, head of the Face Group and friend to us all. And he says, Do you fear franchise fatigue if all these shows are being made, these proposed shows? Andy, do you fear it? I was going to talk about this actually during the last episode and chose
1: to wait. Oh, how appropriate. Yeah. Um, I mean, they can hire different people for different shows, so I don't fear it. I guess the the tricky part would be if they're blocked out of doing stories that they want to do because other shows are doing them. That's where it comes trouble. That could in. be tricky. Yeah. You know, I think of the time of our lives when we had TNG
0: and Deep Space Nine on at the same time. And yeah. those were both doing 22 to 24 episodes each. So that's 48 episodes of Star Trek being prepared in a calendar year. And that continued through all seven seasons of Deep Space Nine because Voyager then came into the fray. Right. So... There is no way with all of these. The way these subscription services work, none of them are getting more than thirteen. So actually, this is actually so less I'm than the last saying is peak it's going to be of, less episodes yeah. than peak
1: Star Trek. That's a valid point. Also, I feel like the same thing happened on all the mo- all the '90s shows, which is they were tepid for the beginning and then they got awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Except for Enterprise. The Picard thing is going to happen uh, in
0: 2020. I think that's going to come out. Yeah. Um, And I'll be very curious. So thank you, Rob Garrison, for your message. And uh, we're going to go ahead and close the president's circle. I'm going to head out of this lovely Las Vegas casino our hollow DJ has made and head back into the Admirals Club before we make our way to the hallway for what will inevitably... inevitably. Ah, He he had
1: trouble talking, too!
0: (laughs) Uh, I can't can't with the words. (laughs) (laughs) It's too much. Let's get out of here. Let's just shuffle on through. Andy Secunda, here we go, here we go, and to the hallway we go.
5: And that was the...
6: Captain, we are being hailed.
0: It's time for hails, everybody. Andy still can't read, so Matt's going to go ahead and take over one more time. (laughs) really enjoying it today. This is from uh, Chris Alvarez, who uh, for some reason is still rocking an Outlook email. Chris, get a new suite of programs to run your (laughs) daily life.
1: Dear Matt and Andy, what do you recommend?
0: yeah you know, you could say in the Gmail circle, oh, you weren't doing a great job promoting that today
1: with your drive failures. It's not my fault. that uh, happens every time. I'm over me, on the internet. Here's what cloud, happens: <laughs> they got the file. No sound don't, file. Don't, I click on don't it. Don't ask for tech advice and it's while doing a Star Trek podcast. G- Google Drive. And, well, you could. You're a Mac genius, and you
0: couldn't figure it out. Uh, and then, no, no. I'm saying the file is corrupt.
1: I don't think the file is correct, because that happens with every sound file I'm sent. Well, well, not everyone, but since Google made whatever change they made. Mm. Anyway, go well, ahead. if you know about it. I'm sorry I'm interrupting you. Email your, only, Andy. You're
0: your, uh, your hell, Lieutenant <laughs> Alvarez. Okay. Your discussion of Data's Day was introduced, uh, which introduced Roslyn Chow as Keiko, reminded me of a funny incident I witnessed at a Star Trek convention. I was at a creation convention in, I'm going to guess, Los Angeles or Louisiana, based on the L.A. Mm. Sometime during the run of TNG, at one point I saw two cast members from Herman's Head, Molly Hagan and Yardley Smith. And another gentleman going up to the hotel escalator uh, toward the convention activities said, you're about to enter a whole other world. Mm. Brent Spiner was appearing at the convention, and during his Q&A, I noticed the trio quietly uh, sitting in the back of the room. Brent was just about wrapping up his time when he took one more question. Sure enough, it was Molly Hagan standing up uh, his, with a hand uh, raised and a big grin. I'm a friend of Rosalind Chow, and she's been trying to set us up for a while now, but you won't agree to it. So I'm here in person to ask, why not? At this point, Yardley Smith was hunching down in her chair, her head, her face down uh, on her hands in embarrassment. Brent smiled mischievously and said, oh, I know who you are. I'm going to tell all those people who you are. You're from Herman's Head, right? And I see there's another one from Herman's Head there with you. Yardley sunk down even more. Uh, If that was possible, he continued. Yes, I know Rosalind. she's a good friend of mine Let's talk afterward He said his goodbyes uh, to the room and exited the stage At this point, the Herman's Head actresses Were, of course, swamped by conventioners. He got his revenge <laughs> I never found out what happened after that But it certainly gave my buddy and me Something to talk about And I thought you guys were going to get a kick out of this Molly Hagen later appeared in an episode of D Space Nine As a Vorta uh, You'll get to that, Andy uh, presumably due to is her friendship like a with Rosalind Trout. Chow, Yes, it's like a Horta. <laughs> <laughs> Love the podcast. Keep it the good work. Chris Alvarez, uh, a.k.a. AK Admiral Call L. You know, you can't you, you can't uh, fault him for having a very good uh,
1: shortening of things. This is a voice hail. Bring it Andy,
0: up. Andy, we have a voice hail. Sorry. So I'm gonna now, uh, having read that, I'm gonna say that the uh, convention was in Los Angeles, not Louisiana. (laughs) Fair, due to the proximity of actors, you know, bunch of actors rolling around. Although I guess they could have been Louisiana, but you know, do you think all those uh, actresses
1: are? Do you think they're? They're next gen fans Or you think they were just Having fun They right? were just bored Let's go to this convention Rosalind's gonna be there Yeah
0: <sighs> Oh dear lord Guys I've handed the reins Back over to Andy
1: Alright fuck it No, we're moving on Just go to this one
0: Alright, Nick in Colorado, I know you uh, oh. left a voicemail Hang on, I'm talking to Nick who left his voicemail oh, Okay, But Andy's having such uh, computer problems right now That we can't play it, but continue to tune in Because, quite frankly, we're going to need the material later Now, we have another one From Ernesto Here we go Hey, Matt and Andy Andy, thank you for the opportunity to get my hail read. Interesting what? Yet I'm reading it. I work for Port Authority of New York and New the Jersey airport operations at Newark Liberty Airport. And to the answer to your question is yes, they do keep the lights turned on in the terminals on the midnight tour. Oh, need further proof? The lighting remains the same on the promenade on DS9 despite the time. Oh, Interesting. Uh, since taking this position, I have a new appreciation for D Space Nine and Chief O'Brien in particular, since I basically do his job. Cool, huh? And he enclosed a very cool panoramic shot of United's Terminal C, which I've flown out of a couple of times and I've never been on time from. For the record, it's pronounced Castagna. What's his name? Finally, he, he writes it phonetically in here.
1: Ernesto Castania.
0: He writes, Admiral, President, but mostly I am CPO. Look, you're not a president. You're just in the circle, Ernesto. Stop getting it confused. Um, and those are... Uh... That's the hails. It's time for a prime corrective, everybody. There actually is no... This one comes to us from... Um, prime corrective. Google way. Voice. Andy's just clicked on Google Voice. <laughs> He's gonna sign up for a new phone number. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just doing some, doing some, uh, some work. Uh, you know, just doing some chores. Yeah, you know. yeah. house cleaning. Five fifty-six. This is this is the uh, the greatest present of all. This, the uh, greatest present slow
0: of all. It's easy to it's people really not gonna sign up for our Patreon because they hate this.
1: Uh, no, can't find it. I don't know what's wrong. Andy doesn't know
2: what's Here it wrong. is. He okay. found it.
1: Here's an exhale.
6: Hi, this is uh, Nick in Colorado. Uh, I love that Matt started out the last podcast like Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, but I have a correction. The Matt and Andy version of that podcast has to be Matt and Andy's Trexcellent Adventure. And in like case it. you're curious, the other Andy versions of the podcasts are James Kirking, <laughs> The Nerdiest, Four Eyes and Riker's Beard, also known as Fearb, and Tossed Salad and Scrambled Eggs that Riker made, and they kind of suck, but we don't know if it's the, <laughs> the eggs or, or if the if cooking. It's the chef. I might be missing some other Myra podcasts. It's kind Make of Tech hard Human? To keep up. Love you guys. Bye.
0: He just, he just encapsulated all of my podcasts and gave them uh, titles as though I was doing a Star Trek version of them. Nick, thank you for being a fan and for uh, at least looking up some of the podcasts I host. Andy? Yes, Matt? Thanks for being a friend. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. That's what the card attached would say. All right. What's next on the rundown, pal? to this day in Trek, buddy. <laughs> no, what? Wait, before we do Oh, let's... thank God. I was going to say, if we got to this day in Trek before the 20-minute mark, I would... Oh, we are getting to it. Yeah, it's yeah, that's amazing. It. No, that's it. Guys, if you have any more emails, you know where to send them. It's startrektnc at gmail.net.
1: I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> uh, pod at gmail.com. Oh, no, thank God.
0: Thank God I didn't get it wrong. It's time for this day in Trek. Now, we're going to talk about Devil's Due. Okay. This is, uh, the first, remember last week when I lied about what when The Wounded aired? Yeah, I, I remember. I read that. the wrong date. The date I read was the actual date of Devil's Due, which is February 4th, 1991. Andy, what song was creeping up the charts at that point?
1: Gonna make you sweat by
0: CNC Music Factory, buddy. <laughs> That's a song Andy and I know very well because of our CNC Music Factory cover band we do in Pacoima.
1: <laughs> Guys, I <laughs> know everyone's been trying to get us to come to your town and do some kind of TNC related thing. We got a little we busy. Sa- we signed an exclusive <laughs> in
0: Pacoima, and uh, we, we are looking for a new Freedom Williams, though.
1: That is astonishing. <laughs> is that somebody from c 2 Music Factory?
0: <laughs> uh, Freedom Williams is uh, who's singing is that. The, that, that oh, that's Freedom that's the hook.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Uh, this is uh, we wear the same outfits as they do in the music video. Do they have any, do they have any other hits? I'm going to just blindly say No. <laughs> I'm I'm excited about this. This is really gonna get us going for this day in track by Matthew Kirk.
1: May I? Sure. He's on fire today. Alright, this is the uh, I've never seen this level of interest in the podcast at all for Matthew. <laughs> I'm just showing
0: people how much quicker it can go. <laughs> I see. It's gonna make you sweat by sure. CNC Music Factory, which we're hearing right now was popular on the US airwaves and in the UK, three AM Eternal by the KLF, featuring the children of the revolution, top of the charts. Oh The Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss was a bestseller It was the last of his books to be published in his lifetime I didn't realize that that was published in his lifetime
2: Oh
0: uh, The Places You Go is now, uh, I would say A standard issue gift for people graduating from high school or college Like a, ser- like a nice little, here's what you're going to do I know nothing about it Well now, you do Home Alone, Andy. It finished its 12-week run at the top of the box office in fucking February. Who's the lunatic going to see a Christmas movie in February? A total gross adjusted for inflation nearing $500 million, or as we say in the biz, half a B. US Air Flight. We don't say that noise. <laughs> US Air Flight 1493 collided with SkyWest Flight 5569 while on approach to Los Angeles International Airport. Tragically, 39, 35 were killed, 29 were injured in the crash. Air safety, by the way, I feel like it's at an all time high right now. I think that's, hey, like, I when's the last time anything, you know. It's not a guess. I have facts. Uh, IRA members what launched facts? an unsuccessful mortar attack on the British Prime Minister's office at 10 Downing Street in London. Jesus. A lot of bummer news. And the U.S. postage rate for first class mail
1: this rose one. from 25 to 29 cents. That one, that one I only left in because it was the only non-depressing fact.
0: Uh, Time Magazine's cover featured an older uniformed gentleman with a 4 stars camouflage helmet and the caption... Stocking Saddam, General Storman Norman Schwarzkopf, the brains behind the Allied strategy. You did it, uh, Matt. Andy, your spite wait. cast was a success. I can't wait to
1: head with you and our listeners to Ventax 2. You've proven that you can do this faster than I can when you are not interrupting with digressions. Well, why didn't you have any digressions? That's half the fun. I don't know. It was just... Are you in a weird headspace uh, right now, a, bro? He- yeah, something happened. Let's talk about it. What's going first- on? It's interesting. We're, we're recording these back to back, and something happened in between, and I wonder if it was the pizza. <laughs>
0: Should we eat better pizza to... to- it to was suppress not a the old pizza? It was
1: not a satisfying pizza. A guy who think, doesn't know how bodies work. We should eat more pizza to cover the old pizza, right? <laughs> I don't know that that's the worst idea. I'm so happy when I eat a good pizza. Right. You know, At least for I, a little while. I have to say that was not a good pizza. I wasn't happy. Usually there's a, a grace period of delight. It wasn't the worst period of pizza I've ever had, but it also was not good. It was, it was like Domino's, except without the... The uh, pleasant familiarity of Domino's. Uh, I feel like Domino's has a sweeter sauce. Yeah, I think you're right. Which I don't care for too much in a pizza. Also, Domino's has it sort of down pat, how to keep it still hot by the time it gets to you. And this was definitely like a little bit waiting around I mean, the guy did his best. I don't blame it on the guy. The guy did his best. It's a science.
0: It's a science that... Apparently only one corporation has figured out. Well, they are the
1: the specialists in mass-produced pizza.
0: They're the number one pizza producers <laughs> on
1: either. the planet. That is very big on facts. He doesn't he's guessing at today.
0: <laughs> this is of course uh, Devil's Due, which was written by uh, Teleplay. This is a Tom Banco directed episode, teleplay by Philip Laznik Lazebnick, Lays Laznik. I'm going to go with the silent B on that And it had a uh, story By Philip himself and William Douglas Lansford Here's the situation Andy Emergency transmission from Federation Science Station sends the Enterprise to Ventax 2 where Picard and Crew discover a peaceful but meek People about to hand over their world To a woman who claims to be the planet's devil Ardra it seems the pollution-plagued war-torn Ventaxians, generations ago made a pact with Audra, a thousand years of peace and health in return for the, uh, their eternal slavery. The Ventaxians had long thought the tale a legend until the shape-changing Audra showed up. Picard draws Audra's wrath when he refuses her sexual advances. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first sentence in this paragraph, Larry Nemeshek. Oh, Dr. Trek, you are... You and Andy are going to get along just fine. He has his own specific take. (laughs) She makes the starship disappear. As LaForge races to discover power sources behind her special effects, Ardra agrees to a legal contest, for no reason, uh, on the real enough contracts and her identity with Data as the uh, magistrate. Picard tries to convince the Ventaxian leader, Jared, that his people are responsible for their own prosperity. But when Ardra runs through her illusions again, Jared agrees to submit to her judgment. Finally, LaForge locates her cloaked orbiting ship and enables Picard and uh to tap into that power system revealing Audra as just another con artist or a flim flam
1: man that is what that uh, that's what he says that's what uh little picos <laughs>
0: all right here we go devils do one of matt's weirdly most watched episodes
2: you don't believe
7: in me i don't what evidence would you have
4: of my reality? What is
0: happening? Beyond here?
4: That of your senses. I don't know. Why do you doubt your senses?
3: Because a little thing affects them. A slight disorder of the stomach makes them cheats. You may be a bit of undigested beef, a blot of mustard, a crumb of cheese, a fragment of an underdone
5: potato. Why? <laughs> there's more of gravy than of grave about you
0: ladies and gentlemen the finest wit of his time Charles Dickens I
1: thought you were going to say Brent Spiner I mean what is Brent
0: Spiner doing here as we know Brent very talented actor is he like Theta is not going to be great at this acting thing off the bat so I'm going to play it like a lunatic but wouldn't have you ever seen an interpretation of Ebenezer Scrooge as such
1: no but maybe Mr. Magoo. Right. But, uh, but my is Yes. He's, he's very It's very broad. And uh, and you would have to... Th- he's usually draws on the greatest of all time. Yeah, so he's probably One like, of who would have been Patrick Stewart, by he the He probably way. looked up a Patrick Stewart. He probably looked up uh,
0: Sir Ian McKellen. He probably looked up uh, Mark Wahlberg.
1: Mark Wahlberg?
0: Yeah. He Those are the three greatest me? actors. Those are the three? No. Yeah, you know, for a while... Uh, it was Lawrence Olivier, uh-huh. and uh, you know it was after the release of the nineteenth um, Mark Wahlberg feature, mm-hmm. uh, "Daddy's Home Nine. Sure,
1: <laughs> that was when it that was around. when
0: he eclipsed Lawrence of Arabia. You know, wouldn't surprise uh, with me with its greatness.
1: Mark Wahlberg, that guy, dystopian
0: future.
1: <laughs> he knows how to. He really. He's, he has more levels than we give him credit for. He's certainly a clever <laughs> businessman. He is a hard-working
0: motherfucker who gets up earlier than all of us and won't let you forget it. So, yeah, does he say that? you are.
3: Humbug, I tell you. Humbug.
0: That guy does a pretty good job. Well, that's the program that probably uh, Patrick Stewart designed. Sure. So by Patrick Stewart, I mean Picard.
1: It's really Patrick Stewart doing it.
8: Very well done, Data. He's so generous. Your performance skills really are improving. Your courtesy is appreciated, sir. But I am aware that I do well, so not right convey now. the fear called for in the story. Well, you've never known fear, Data. But as a, an acute observer of behavior, you should be able to approximate it, sir. That is not an appropriate basis for an effective
6: performance. Not by the standards set by my mentors. Your mentors? Yes, sir. I have studied the philosophies of virtually every known acting master. I find myself attracted to Stanislavski, Adler, Garnoff, proponents of an acting technique known as the method.
0: Oh, boy. (laughs) What? This is a crazy, crazy thing to to be happening here. What is that? Is there a buzz? Who's a buzzer? Who's who's a buzzer? Who's a buzzer? I'm not a buzzer.
8: Method acting. I'm vaguely familiar with it, but... Why would you choose such an old-fashioned approach? Perhaps because the technique requires an actor to seek his own emotional awareness, I to
6: think, understand the character he plays.
1: I think Garnov is just a
6: made-up character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Rules. They but have to throw in one or
0: two. You know? sure, yeah. It's like... There's uh, um, a buzz again. It's like... Um, Cisco's favorite baseball player. It's from the future. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Right? place for a team that doesn't exist yet.
8: But surely that's an impossible task for you, Data. Sir, I have modified the method for my own uses. Since I have no
6: emotional awareness to create a performance, I am attempting to use performance to create emotional awareness. I believe if I can learn to duplicate the fear of Ebenezer Scrooge, I will be one step closer to truly understanding humanity.
2: Captain
8: Picard, please report to the bridge.
1: I wonder how many times he says that in a week. On my
8: way, number one.
1: Captain Vicar report of the bridge no if I can make this hot chocolate correctly I will be one step closer to understanding humanity
0: I, I he probably says it uh, specifically about hot chocolate zero times a week but uh, about, you
1: don't know
0: about other things. you
1: don't know
8: <laughs> <laughs> that's what you don't see he's obsessed with hot chocolate <laughs> The moment that you decided to stop imitating other actors and create your own interpretation—that
1: <laughs> extra was really good. You were already one step closer through.
8: to understanding humanity.
6: Hmm.
0: That's hmm. what we're missing, right? The audio of data going.
1: Hmm. It's, it's not beyond Brent Spiner to add. The, well, the face
0: yeah. was a very typical. Oh, sure. Going hmm. classic.
1: <laughs> I've been much riker <laughs> lately.
0: Well, he's been busy, you know, directing and yeah, sitting in that other chair.
1: Yeah. Not much Troy, either. I want
0: Picard to come in, and I want Riker to go, you're not going to believe the shit that was happening while you were down there.
6: <laughs> we received an emergency transmission from the science station on Bentax 2, sir. What's the nature of the emergency? Uncertain. The signal was interrupted. Contact reestablished with Bintex.
0: Uh Ensign, no name. And Ensign, who's that? Can That's you take me. us out to...
6: <laughs> sir. On screen.
7: I am Dr. Howard Clark director of the science station here on Ventax 2.
8: Thank you for responding. Mr. Wolf, can you improve our reception? Trouble is at the transmission source, sir.
0: Not on me. I tried. It's on them. Worf's very excited to have an excuse. Sure. Doctor Cl- Do you think he looks to his left and goes, a list of excuses. Um at the source uh, they, have no comply, <laughs> they have no honor they have no honor we should fire phasers aye aye yeah. mm. trouble at the source
1: captain yeah we're
0: barely able
8: to, to maintain so communication He's trying to cover his tracks can you boost the level of your power source I'm afraid not captain it's under attack under attack there's a mob outside the door trying to break into the station. The
0: planet is in... I love the cutaways to Wharf whenever any threat of physical violence happens. <laughs> it's and he just, like, inhales so deeply his nostrils flare as he looks proudly forward, as if to say, finally. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird shot of Riker. All right, let's rate the teaser on a scale of one to two Andes. One to two?
1: That doesn't give me much mobility.
0: Yeah, you can go tenths of a point. Oh, Jesus. So uh, essentially point, what you're saying is a, a one is not a, a good point one. point seven. Oh, it's less than not good. I'm saying from one. You're below the scale. I don't
1: think this was a great te- teaser. <laughs> it's a terrible teaser. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing
0: happening. I mean, you're just like, okay, they're under attack. Great. Now what? Well, which I guess we're all saying out loud to you, the people at I'm home. The
1: weird uh, night before Christmas. Not night before Christmas. Um,
0: well, you know, whenever they're in a holodeck, yeah. it's always a thematic trip to the holodeck. Right. For a reason unknown to anyone. I don't know which cable it is, and I apologize to anyone if there's buzzing happening, which you're probably hearing. Is it me? I'm, I don't feel like Now, Dory thinks that. it's this purple cable. This one? I mean, on. Hang on. Is this not? Ooh, what is that? Now it's going crazy.
8: Captain's log, stardate 44474.5. We have reached Ventax 2 and are attempting to contact the Federation Science Station.
0: I love the rare shots of Picard typing things on his little tiny typer. It's cool.
8: Which at last report was under siege by an angry mob.
0: He was 6'5. Like, I imagine that that was a bet that they had had. And about pa- who Patrick Stewart was just making I'm assuming here's what I'm assuming was happening okay during that teaser during the opening credits yes I think that uh, Riker said to Picard remember when we had that Maxwell guy beam aboard he was pretty tall right like what do you think 6'4 six 6'5 six they're just debating beep boop beep boop boop
1: 6'5 they're debating minutia <laughs> of past episodes
0: no no of their lives uh-huh. we view it as
1: episodes sure
0: this is their lives they're just having a
1: discussion.
8: They're transmitting again on screen before we do. I who's, think. It, I who's, think who's
1: taller, you think? You
8: think Worf's taller than
1: me?
0: <laughs> should we stand back to back? <laughs>
1: no, sir. Back I think it's all Stargazer Enterprise. information. Enterprise. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was another thing <laughs> I did. Clock. You know, this day, uh,
0: <laughs> 17 years ago on the Stargazer, I uh, had coffee instead of tea.
1: Well, and everyone was like, What are you doing? You're uh, the tea guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to try it. We are ready I think to- I liked it. Nope, I did not like it. <laughs> he doesn't remember if he liked coffee. He has sure. to look it up in his log.
8: You and your team on board. Transport room three. Lock onto the science team. Beam them aboard.
3: I'm locked on to Dr. Clark. I can't pick out the others.
8: It's a mess down there. Then beam Dr. Clark aboard by himself. Yes, Captain. Mr. Wolf, will you escort him to my ready room? Aye, sir to make some sense
0: of- No one is at Tactical right now No one took over Tactical Oh really good point Worf just left He looked to his right Said and saw no one there And still left Yes. And one of those people In the back isn't Tactical One of those people Should turn around Livingston
1: They took away his Twitter account <laughs> You know people I used to like coffee Apparently
7: agrarian society. I don't like tea At least they do now What do you mean now? It's an interesting anthropological question. One we were. St- this guy
0: seems to be a guy who has a claim to fame. Yeah.
1: Does he? It, this is Dr. Clark, right? It sure is, Andy. Dr. Clark was played by, oh, come on, Paul Lambert. Uh-huh. And uh, he was in TNG when the... When the bow breaks, there you go. Oh, uh, is he the guy? Is he the
0: old guy, the David? No, he's, no. Just, a, he's just a he's just a person.
1: Guy.
0: Oh, that's the one with the baby stealing. Oh, cool! His old the pictures yeah. of him old uh, in olden times are very cool. Matt oh, a couple the of
1: fall guy. guys. Automan. Man, oh, an an and a Night Rider, uh, Winds of War, Flamingo Road, Lou oh, Grant. Three episodes of Lou Grant. I don't see anything that all the presidents met in National Editor. I might have he might be claimed to fame for me on that one.
0: What about your love of uh, the television show Mannix? <laughs> I
2: don't know that. Oh a wow, he's on episode.
0: Hogan's Heroes. This guy goes back. I Spy. Scroll up to the top. Let's look around. Nineteen eighty-nine. Did some night courts.
1: Billionaire Boys Club.
0: The uh, TV movie.
1: Huh. Nothing.
0: Uh, and something coming out this year. Bondecan. I agree with
1: you. He really does seem familiar. He seems
0: like a guy who I've seen a thousand times. None of these things, is it
1: just because I've watched this episode so many times? Could be. Where the
7: <laughs> trouble began.
1: Oh, he's in Blue Thunder. I in the Blue distant
7: Thunder. past, the Pentaxian culture had achieved a, an extremely um, advanced scientific level. But a millennium ago, they turned their backs on technology.
8: They reverted to a simpler existence.
7: And remained that way for centuries. The first contact was made by a Klingon expedition seventy years ago. Since then, the new technology has been available to the Ventaxians. They simply are not interested in it. Jesus, Virtually this guy's almost no hundred years, years old problems now, problems and he's still found working on this planet. In fact, I would have described their society as idyllic until.
0: It's got to be archival footage. That twenty eighteen thing, right? Twenty
1: eighteen? Oh, maybe. Let me see. Oops. Well, wow, I'm really... Until what, Doctor? I'm off checking, but I guess I'm on my particular game. Several years ago... Oh, no, he died. Of course, <laughs> to stay, and, uh, increasingly obsessed. legend. <laughs> he legendary. was working two, two years before his death in Murder 1, but then he died in 97. <laughs> so
0: he's been dead for 21 years. <laughs> yes. And Andy just credited him as... Heaven. You
1: saw the credit as well as I did. Bendicons. We I don't know how he's in it. It must be his voice or something.
7: Ardra is coming back. Ardra will be here soon. We must all leave before Ardra returns.
0: So what is this story doing for you at this point, watching it for the first time as a first-time watcher of the story, where you're talking about this guy who's f- telling him about these people freaked out about the legend of the devil returning?
1: Um, I'm interested in the idea of, like, that it's, you know that it's sort of playing on religions and and, uh, and and I kind of feel like a little bit of like the, uh, the mythology of aliens coming to Earth. I kind of see that coming. Oh, that's interesting. That they started civilization. I like that. Um, so I'm interested. Okay,
7: all right.
8: Who is this Adra?
7: For all intents and purposes, the devil. Captain, these people actually believe they've sold their souls to the devil.
0: So could have put a shitty music sting in there. Thank God. Yeah. They refrained.
1: The devil. (laughs) Should that have been the teaser, though? Yeah. Yeah.
8: That should have been the teaser. Have you located the science team, number one? Evidently, they're being held hostage.
6: Hostage? There's a ventaxian leader on the view screen name of Acost Jared. Doctor
1: people pronounce that differently in this Do episode. Do you think that Patrick
0: Stewart hated dealing with people like guest actors? I was just weird.
1: I was just <laughs> worried really? That. I think because I was well, looking at this Well, because it's like guy. such
0: a lock-off scene and they're in the scene together and this guy's in a whole other episode of something and and Patrick Stewart's so calm and collected and staring at this guy. And well, I'm
1: also, this guy is, in a, is not a bad actor, but he's a very TV actor of the time and he's facing like someone opera. So Yes, he's facing someone who's such a such an exceptional, you know, cut above actor, but I do wonder if he's looking at it knowing all the nuances of what makes a good actor and what doesn't, and he's thinking just like, oh,
0: "Come on, bro. Get us through the day. Get us yeah, to lunch. Come on. Get us to lunch. We're going to turn around to my side." <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, I don't even think he's thinking about at least my vibe on, on Patrick Stewart is. I don't even think he thinks about Come on, let's hurry this up. Let's do whatever. I think he's no, I just agree. about the craft at all times, possibly to a fault. Interesting. Anyway, but yeah, this, I was just thinking that. Yeah, it's that really scene. interesting that that scene brought that thought up.
7: Dared, you must secure the release of my people. I can't believe you would allow this. I think oh, even the God.
1: casting got much better over time. I wonder if they changed the cast or if the caster just got better. The caster.
2: The casting person. <laughs> they changed the caster. Where's <laughs> the caster?
1: got much better. My <laughs> brain isn't working <laughs> today. Uh, uh, I don't know what happened. I only had one episode in me.
0: <laughs> Do you know what's funny, Andy? Is I will sometimes just go. I mean, look, I'll give you this option right now. And everyone at home listening, we've done about 45 minutes of this episode. Yeah. I'll give you the option. The people at home can see for themselves. What? We could. Pick up the rest of this episode next week. And see if Andy comes back vibrant no, let's and just, more alive. Let's finish it. Than
1: ever. Let's get this done with. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Because I really like Andy on top of his game. I've got a rally. Look, if you're in the middle of a game, if you, you're in the middle of a Do you need another cup of coffee? A sports actually that would be great. Let's do that. Uh, okay.
0: You have the pods, you have your cup. Go for it. Okay. I'm going to talk to the audience
3: about Andy. <laughs>
1: It's going to take me a long time. Do you want me to do it quicker than you?
3: I know how I abhor all acts of violence, but events are out of my control. I'm Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Is there nothing you can do? As the hour of Ardra's return approaches, fear has overwhelmed my people. It has been a thousand years. The prophecies have come
7: true. Prophecies? Ardra's arrival was supposed to be heralded with the shaking of the cities. Now, there has been a series of uh, geological tremors on the planet, uh, minor quakes, nothing extraordinary. Poorly timed.
3: There is more. For several nights, there have been visions of Ardra, again, just as the contract said would occur before her return.
8: Visions? You mean dreams? No,
3: she has appeared. I myself have seen her.
0: Why wouldn't you just say that off the bat? instead of saying it as though they were visions.
3: <laughs>
1: He's embarrassed.
8: <laughs> Jared, tell your people, if the hostages are released, I am prepared to offer Federation assistance should this... this... Ardra return. I'm afraid it will not matter.
0: I like this guy in the background behind Jared. Jared Jared. Uh, a, a looks, Jared. <laughs> looks like, uh... like Diedrich Bader's father.
1: Who's Diedrich Bader? Uh... Uh, oh, he's in a Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> that's yeah. That's your pull for him. <laughs> that's my claim not, to the, pay him. not the Drew Carey show.
0: <laughs> nope. I love it.
3: They know your weapons are useless against your Captain. I will make inquiries concerning the hostages.
1: All right, here Some we go.
0: Big conference
3: time. Here we go.
1: For that was a price.
6: upon her return.
1: Marcello Tubert, who is who's in an episode of Seinfeld? <laughs> Bunch of VR. I don't, I don't see a claim to fame He was in Frasier as Jorge And Roz the lo, Alone Any memory? Oh That's Roz
0: A loan Roz a loan Yes Yeah That is um Frasier uh, Loans Roz thousand uh, dollars Okay Or something like that Some amount of money And All then right. Roz uh, Starts to buy some stuff And Frasier She hasn't paid back the loan yet And Frasier starts to get annoyed Yeah it's a good time
1: That sounds like A very grounded Good idea
7: for a sitcom <laughs>
6: Entire population In Ventoxian culture It is considered Bad luck To speak her name Out loud
7: There are ancient Scrolls uh, Concerning Ardra That are stored In the Athenium Vault Scholars study them They have been Of uh, little public interest Until recently I think I should meet With this Akos Jared
8: He's still our best hope For the release Of the hostages I'll arrange to have him Transported on board No I'm going down to the planet myself.
0: It's like someone—if someone came to Earth in, in, in 2011 and was like, uh, "Hi, I'm responsible for the 2012 prophecy of doom. Right? You need to give me all your money."
1: It is—it is a little bit of a logic bump that they they have been this highly, uh, you know, advanced technology civilization with scientists for a thousand years, and now they're freaking out because the prophecies are becoming true. <laughs>
8: run the risk of being taken as an additional hostage. Mr. Wharf, you and Mr. Data will accompany me. Mr. O'Brien can keep a lock on our communicators.
0: Is he in this episode? Or just mentioned as Chief O'Brien? I guess he's just mentioned. Pretty cool. Yeah.
8: He can pull us out. Do
0: you think they read this and we're like, Jesus Christ, he's not even in this one. And he's now getting mentioned
1: when he's not even here? We gotta write out that whole scene where he's eating with Keiko so in this one.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> this time it's lunch. Come, Come to God, so I watched you to come too And use your kind of Psychic abilities sometimes I love this Andy Here's what I want loves a matte painting
1: I want to become Wealthy enough That I can buy a bunch of Cool matte paintings From movies and TV shows I like, like I really love matte paintings Even they're, though they're collectible You can find them A little bit fake I just love Also I love an apocalypse <laughs> People flipping out <laughs> And smoke In a future city
0: And don't act weird at all. They're going to beam in. Okay.
8: Captain Picard, <laughs> no, they're you not gods. Become. They're just your people. Your life is in danger here. You must calm your people. There is no reason for panic. No reason? If these tremors have frightened them, leading to this hysteria over Ardra, let us reassure yeah.
6: them. We have scanned the tectonic stress patterns of your planet's crust. There is no evidence that the quakes pose any kind of threat.
3: No, no, no. The threat is from Ardra. You cannot understand.
8: If you can at least help us to locate our people. She is here. Nonsense. It is only...
0: It's almost like they hear the music cue. They yeah. stop talking.
8: <laughs> well, maybe she has one. She's a showman.
0: That's very true. Time's up. Also a good...
1: Uh, act break. Yeah, it's great act break, yes.
9: I'm disappointed. Let me bounce this off you, Matt. Please. I like it.
1: I appreciated. I think this this actress whose name is... Uh, Marta Dubois. That's correct. Um, I thought she did a great job. She didn't have any... Uh, big claim, the claims to fame, to fame for you. Second to claim to fame. <laughs> There's no, um, but really, really solid, really, really good in the episode. She's Magnum PI's estranged wife. Oh, is she? Yeah, yeah, she would make a great, uh, a great estranged wife in a <laughs> in a Tom Selleck <laughs> in a Tom Selleck vehicle. Selle <laughs> um, uh, no, but uh, really, really confident and interesting. In, interestingly, in comparison to the old scientists, like she goes toe to toe with. Stewart in a perfect way because she plays to her strengths she's just not doing a subpar version of what Stewart does that's what you're claiming the scientist is doing I think he's trying to be a proper Andy, actor. The man has been dead for twenty years. <laughs> Why, Why would, would you do this? It's also a recent death, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: he's a hundred years old and still living, and you're doing this to him?
1: You bastard! <laughs> I got my coffee in now my brain is working now. <laughs> uh, my, uh, but my point was, um, what? How would you have taken it? Because you could have had the, done the setup and then had. The person that comes down, not she's very Q-like, and I like the fact that they refer to Q later because it seems like yeah. an obvious connection, and so that's kind of fun. Uh, but how would you have reacted to this episode? Like, how would you like the story if she was more kind of an old school TOS-like, really terrifying, kind of intimidating presence? of a god like like a more convincing god like oh figure. well
0: i mean the the tos
1: era it's like what do you what do are you, are you picturing like uh it's like floating some, head situation yeah, some super some computer or something thing. that does and they're like oh my god that's really terrifying I, and then you find out at the end it's bullshit
0: well i think if it was something like that you wouldn't be able to play to this whole thing of picard and the enterprise crew going like we got to figure out what the fuck is happening here because this is not clearly not a don't
1: they always doubt it anyway, even if it's terrifying? Yeah, I suppose they do. Anyway, that was where I felt like it was leaning into, and I was vaguely disappointed when she was just... A person. ...chillin', yeah, and and a rapscallion. It was fun in the end, so it didn't really bother me, but it was just a thought. She was living on Big Island, waiting for Magnum to return the Ferrari.
0: Uh, she felt like an Prompting. ex-wife. Dragons, an all-powerful ex-wife. A
3: powerful one. I am Jared, leader of Ventax 2. I take responsibility for all that displeases you. That's a lot. Not punish my people.
9: Punish? Who said anything about punishing? I merely expect your end of our contract to be upheld.
3: Thank you, Artra.
9: And don't talk like some ancient prophet around me with these and thou's and most powerful ones. It was appealing for a few centuries, but I bore easily. Then stop cowering when I want you on your knees. I'll let you know. Much better. A fine example for the others. Who would you be?
8: I'm Captain Jean-Luc Picard of the Federation Starship Enterprise.
9: Keep up the good work.
1: <laughs> I like that. I really did like that. She you cut off. Like,
0: good job. All right, next, moving on.
1: Yeah.
9: Now the first thing we'll need is an accounting of all you've been accumulating for me. This form will provide guidelines for a full census of the population with emphasis on productivity and economic forecasts.
0: I mean, that's her main problem. (laughs) Is that she's too obviously asking about the money? too obviously just (laughs) wants the money in the bag. (laughs) Yeah.
8: Who are you?
9: My, you are forceful, aren't you? Good. I like my men to be forceful, at least at the start. Your intention to intimidate.
8: You're not succeeding.
9: That's all right. I like a challenge. An entire planet has been terrorized because of the suggestion that you're going to enslave the population. Well, it's true. Of course, I wouldn't put it so melodramatically. It's just a standard contract with an unusually long term.
6: So you do purport to be the mythic figure, Ardra.
9: I have many names, my pale friend. I am Mendora and the Barut.
0: Ixnay on the Alpe, he has a disease. <laughs> She's so rude.
9: In Cluster. Torak to the Drellians. The Klingons call me Feklar. You are not Feklar. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I am. I am the God.
0: <laughs> like a date phaser goes up on Feklar.
9: But here on Ventex 2, I am called Ardra. The same Ardra who negotiated a contract with these people 10 centuries ago today. Oh, you doubt me. A non-believer. Really, Jean-Luc Picard of the Federation Starship Enterprise, no doubt you have traveled the galaxy, encountered a diverse universe of creatures. Is there no room for the likes of me?
8: I've encountered many who are more credibly to be called the devil than you.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that.
1: Veclar, by the way, was played by Tom McGee, who was the 1982 world powerlifting champion. Well, let me tell you, he showed every ounce of that. He was in Street Night*, and Alligator 2 Dragon Fight and a bunch of other stuff I don't know You
8: claim you visited this planet a thousand years ago And negotiated a contract
9: That's correct
8: I would like to see that contract
0: Let's light candles in this place That clearly has light
8: This is my favorite thing He's
1: so ginger and then Just the slaps down ruined. The ancient books and scrolls and Like they're a sandwich <laughs>
9: My terms were clearly stated. They went into this with their eyes open.
0: Uh. So they're gonna take a look at it, head back up to the ship, try and figure out what's doing.
2: Complete
8: report on the contents of these documents. I refuse to abandon this planet to that woman. Energize. <laughs>
0: So was his channel open the entire time? And then he just yelled energize
1: into nothingness? Did he not tap his thing? I don't think he did. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't they say that, that he was keeping a lock on them the whole time? Yeah. Does that mean Oh, maybe open? he opens the communication channel. Andy. Mm. Didn't make sense, but Andy fixed
0: it.
3: <gasps> I did it. I'm really proud uh, of you, I mean everybody. is a
1: half a cup of coffee.
3: Or economic forecast.
1: That's the Q mention right there. Could she be I really enjoyed this the cube breakdown. Continuum.
9: For that matter, could she be Q? I thought that was Q smart,
1: Q too. Bother with contracts. Or I thought that was smart.
9: Forecasts.
1: Although, wait a minute. Counselor. Isn't Q always doing deals and stuff? It's just that agreement,
2: no, he wouldn't, not he wouldn't contract. He would deal with wouldn't a written, written contract. <laughs> that, is, that is
1: a good specific about Q. He's like, oh, I don't want to have to read this, even though I'm it's omnipotent.
8: ...impression <laughs> of being in the presence of a, a flim-flam artist. What are powers?
1: Worf being Her a caveman. Are
8: the uh, best... Unclutch, she has powers <laughs> uh, Think about it, Mr. Wolf Transported technology can make things appear and disappear mm. The illusion mm-hmm. that she can transform herself into a Klingon creature Could be created by holographic
2: mm. projection and creating a an right.
7: tremor could be the result of a low-frequency tractor beam Somebody Projected get this against
6: guy the tectonic
7: What is he still doing there?
1: <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> why is he back in there? I don't know, I guess they wanted that voice, the scientist voice kept... Wait, Jordy LaForge is there,
2: 100%. so is Dana
1: They don't We're give Jordy enough in this episode I agree
8: just that She dresses them up and she delivers them with more dramatic flair
2: Like a magician
8: Exactly. That's a long take. She has an incredibly
9: focused mind. Mm.
1: (laughs) Yes. Like, Yeah, I guess so. I guess that'll work. (laughs) That makes sense.
9: It was virtually impossible to sense any
2: deception, or anything else for that matter.
0: The best magicians will never let you see what's up their
7: sleeve, counselor.
0: You're there, Jordy. Why didn't you say the science line? (laughs) Why are you suavely delivering lines about magicians who've wronged you? I would like him to lift a beer at the end of that line. (laughs) You know
8: what I'm saying? (laughs) Tapping into some sort of power source to produce those effects. She's not hiding that up her sleeve. Number one, I want you and Mr. Wolfe to run high-resolution scans of this star system. Look for a ship. Base of operations. Anything large enough to generate that power. Mr. LaForge accompany Dr. Clark back to the science station. I really just want him out of here. But while you're there, do some stuff. <laughs> See if you can trace the origin of these tremors.
1: He just gives a nod at his head. I like this. It's very cuish though.
9: Your chair offers a lovely view of my planet, Picard. Come, sit with me.
0: I believe my... By the way, no one on the bridge notified the captain yeah. that
8: this person I, was there? You weren't paying attention. But I will remove you by... I
0: guess that's sort of my whole thing of, like, who's running the bridge while they're out there? Apparently, no one. She's a major character. I'm not allowed to do anything. She has a speaking part. She says more than three lines. And they can give her alts. Of <laughs>
9: By force (laughs) You disappoint me You didn't strike me as that sort, Picard But by all means Try Mr.
0: Wolf Run really far And fast And then do it again (laughs) It's crazy (sighs) Uh, He doubles He's gonna double up his speed Like a a real (laughs) doofus (laughs)
8: He's fine. Lock onto the intruder and transport her to the planet's surface.
1: I feel like... I feel like I wanted a little bit more explanation at the end of why her technology was not scannable by their technology earlier. Well, they were cloaked. I know, but all this stuff... Even though he's like, well, all this stuff can be done, I would have liked it to have been some other extra technology beyond the Romulan kind of take. Well it seems like, like they from what I gathered from
0: this person or you know that we find out at the end there I I, gather, I, I would imagine it's more sort of like um, like a pirate ship in the sense of like they just you know they take cannons from here and this from there and that from there they find this weird cloaking technology from some species they bilked out of it uh-huh. You know, and they have like this amalgam of things See, I feel like on, that's their, a, on their on their that's a better explanation on their rogue ship. Isn't that what they, they, they say? Do they? Eh, maybe I just inferred it from the ninety three times I've watched this.
1: Because I also I feel like that actually would make sense that it, in in her cons she's gathered technology. That yeah, would, that would I think good. that's part of it too, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be. Whatever the case, I love that she's like a a female, um, flirty, hairy mud or cube. Oh, that's there. a good. Um, that's a good comparison. She is like
0: a Harry Mud, although more competent than Harry Mud. Yeah, more competent. Harry Mud stuff falls apart in Act One. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I Discovery like that. Harry I Mudd. like that comparison. look
9: not impressed with your magic tricks.
2: I-
0: but this one, I wonder how she got a. How did she get a uniform? Also, what happens to this
6: that guy? That's yeah, it's true. Funny. Why
0: don't they? Why don't they, Why doesn't he say to that person, Anson? What was just? What where happened? were you? Right, just then.
1: Yes. <laughs> Like, instead of having them look confused and not say lines. However, the uh, great Andrew Secunda's uh, school-specific acting uh, (laughs) performance by uh, that guy when he comes back. Really (laughs) did something. Shocked. Whatever
9: you say. We
8: are not impressed with your magic tricks.
9: I pity you. We live in a universe of magic, which evidently you cannot see. Ah, my pale friend has returned. Have you finished examining the contract?
6: I have, sir. Report, Mr. Data. Contract agrees to...
0: Report everything in front of the person that we're trying to get the report on.
6: <laughs> Deliver the people of Ventax 2 into the personal servitude of Ardra after 1,000 years of peace.
0: Yes, that's all everyone's said twice per scene in this entire show. Just specifying. i compared
6: the terms to the body of laws which govern the planet. The language of the agreement is correct in every detail, sir.
9: Such speed and accuracy. You're much too talented to be human.
6: I am an android.
9: Android? Of course. How wonderful. An unexpected bonus. Bonus? Yes. When the contract came to term, I gained clear title to the pl- Uh,
0: Ragger, I just assumed she was saying bonus because like, she got to meet an android. But good question, I guess.
9: <laughs> Anything on the surface, in the air, or in orbit. So you see, the Enterprise belongs to me now as well.
0: <laughs> Why would this person, con artist person...
1: Pull them into it? Want to pull the Federation flagship so dumb. into her scam? So dumb. <laughs> because it really is like... I guess she's just overreaching. But the, the, the moment when she's like, oh, you have hostages, let him go. I'm like, oh, that's a smart move. Yeah. And just like, get them out of there. Yeah. And it's like, they want it, I want it. What are you going to do? Prime directive, beat it. Yeah, well, prime directive...
0: They're post warp civilization. Uh, I guess or they, they just choose not to be warpy? I don't, know. I
1: don't know. I guess the argument would be she might be post warp.
6: I'm afraid the contract could be interpreted in that way, sir.
5: Huh?
0: This is, quite frankly, like, this is my problem. But my biggest problem with this episode, which I watch over and over again, is the fact that they don't say to him, Ensign, what the hell just happened to you? Where were you? Yeah. Because he could have been like, oh, I was on a ship in a transporter room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It'd be funny if that was what he was trying to whisper to the to the I faceless helmsman the whole time ship. should i tell him should i tell him where <laughs> i was no not just shut up, up, just shut on the ship every time one of us talks they're gone but it's just there were guys on the other <laughs> the ship that were threat. like said she's a con artist
8: <laughs> it has further inspired my determination to expose her for the fraud she is yes mr data wise man once said there is a sucker born every minute. Barnum, sir. PT. I
0: mean, just a little touches of what physical performance from Patrick Stewart. I really like it. I liked that because <laughs> he's like in he's like in this mode of like I'm uh, like he. This feels to me like what Starfleet Academy studying Picard was like. Uh uh-huh. Nerdy, yeah. Nerdy with his uh-huh. T and right. like excited
8: when someone had an answer. Yeah, I hear you. you I, that what was what I mean? the same
1: thing we were saying last episode about him sort of getting excited about the stargazer story. Yeah, he has a nerdy In side. Examining
8: the dynamics of what used to be called the con game. Quite fascinating. Worthy of your study, Data. Sir,
0: I wish this this was the series turn for Data becoming a masterful con artist. <laughs>
6: Do you believe Ardra is, to use the vernacular, a con artist?
8: Yes, I do, Data And I believe it is our job to out-con the con artist
6: Sir, I must point out that the Vintoxians did have 1,000 years of peace and tranquility As promised by Ardra
8: We can only speculate what happened on that planet 1,000 years ago Maybe a Ventaxian leader saw the destruction of his society at hand and he conceived this contract of Ardra to motivate change. Or maybe there was an Ardra of some sort who was the basis for this mythology. Who knows? The point is that somehow a fundamental theology was created which transformed this society. But in the process of change, created this latent fear which has been passed down through generations.
0: I mean, just a just a classic Trekkian comment on all
1: religion. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. It's very well structured and argued. if challenging. Also, religion. it's not fully down on religion. It's sort of indicating that there was a purpose originally to kind of give structure to the society and to them in the right direction. Yeah. Well, the whole
0: timing of the return is a lot like the idea of Christianity, fearing the return of Jesus and uh, atone for the sins. Otherwise, he'll be back. And, and if you haven't atoned, then, oh, boy.
1: Right. I guess if you're drawing that correct parallel, then it's a pretty strong condemnation.
2: <laughs> that, that, of... <laughs> that
1: absolutely direct parallel. Yeah. It's contract.
6: Sir, the language of the contract
8: seems carefully chosen to avoid any loopholes. Check it again, Mr. Data, and check every Ventaxian legal precedent for the last 1,000 years.
1: But that'll take me minutes. Aye, <laughs> that'll take minutes. Good score. 20, even. This is crazy. This floral arrangement behind... This is a true
2: failure of design. Oh, set do you know what design. I think that is? Do you know what I, I imagine <laughs> that sleeping is? Sleeping with a
1: giant floral arrangement behind his head.
0: I imagine that was like uh, a gift from some dignitary.
1: <laughs> that is... <laughs> I gotta play a sting for that one
0: imagine there's like a gift for some dignitary. that was like this plant brings uh, peaceful rest to anyone who puts it at the head of their bed please as a thank you what was the last episode? It
3: didn't make sense, but Matt
0: fixed
1: it. That one
0: feels like a reach to me. <laughs> it was a gift from uh, from uh, Mal Gassette.
1: I wonder if they're blocking something. Like they don't want to show the stars or something. It's just so obtrusive. Well, it's also like,
0: it is like <laughs> being bald particularly. Yeah, You're right, going to yeah. feel that on your head. Like a crazy like little tickles. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> I like to be tickled at night. No, it's, just, it's literally just the back wall. Like, would have been a seat there, I guess, or something. She's very
1: Sigourney Weaver Azul in the scene.
0: Well, I think anyone who's uh, in a windy situation with 80s hair is going to be 80s Azul. <laughs> <Zool. laughs> you know what I mean? Just
2: the
8: two of us. <laughs> this is becoming very tiresome.
9: Oh, come now, Picard. You know you find me tantalizing. Vulga. Give in to your desires.
8: You know, there's nothing about you I find tantalizing. On the contrary, I find you obvious and vulgar.
9: Easily fixed.
0: Was he thinking about the performance of the actor in his office? Probably. Probably. When he said that line.
9: <laughs> I can be your ideal woman, Picard. Prim and proper.
0: My ideal woman and from seven hundred years, it's years
9: it's ago. Until I succumb to charms. Or would your fantasies turn more toward a professional woman, one perhaps who wears a starfleet uniform? Perhaps I could even be someone close at hand yet unattainable.
0: Did they? I can do, do that to save on the do. effects budget.
1: I assume so. Yeah. They pant away. I could
2: ever imagine.
1: I would have loved to have seen whether How it was
2: awkward like it, or hilarious the for the two of up. them
1: to do that moment.
0: Oh, a thousand percent. They were laughing. Oh, this is funny.
8: Oh, yes.
9: You shall regret that. I think not. Oh, but you will.
8: Captain Picard.
9: Hi, Jordy.
8: I, I wasn't expecting you
0: here. I know. It's two o'clock in the morning. LaForge <laughs> La Enterprise. Go ahead Where's Worf, Captain Picard is here You'd better transport him back on board <laughs> Love the look of Michael Dorn in this Because it's like my one job <laughs> is to keep the captain safe I know And he's not even on the ship and I didn't notice
8: <laughs> The captain? But I have it's no It's alright, Mr. Wolf. Ardra somehow transported me here Will you beam me directly to my quarters? Hi, sir We're locked onto you Transporter is malfunctioning, Captain
0: some I mean, the, the array of uh, technology that this person has at their disposal is f- like to beam through uh, Federation shields, Yeah, to fuck them with their transporter. Yep. Seems like she could make a
1: lot more money just selling it to the Romulans. So true. <laughs> Not to mention that none of it shows up on their scanners whenever she does any of this crap. Yeah.
8: Just have Mr. Data fetch me in a shuttle and have him bring along a uniform. Did you say uniform? Yes, I did. Hi, sir.
0: Do you think they did that because they shot the scene in the shuttle? Mm-hmm. Then we're shooting the next scene, and then we're like, "Fuck! We got to put him in a uniform. We got to somehow get him in a uniform, otherwise it won't match."
1: <laughs> no, I think they probably wrote it in just because it's uh, it's, it's, bi- it's built into yeah. the joke. Uh, but while we're talking about the script, thank you. Uh, yeah, I know you've been waiting for me to bring up the script. Um, There was uh, I just thought the description of Ardra um, Was interesting At the top um, Ardra walks gingerly through the fallen debris She's by no means overly dramatic In an antichrist sort of way In fact she underplays the role entirely She's much more the William Morris agent Than the classic devil Hang on That's funny (laughs) And very of the time Isn't that crazy? That's
0: very funny and of the time Let me follow this up Andy with a little trivia from Larry Nemechek's book about this episode like the child the story predates tng Hmm. to at least august 16th
2: 1977
0: Hmm. when the lansford story turned up in a status memo for the 1970s star trek 2 tv series now i don't know how familiar you are with the phase two, Star Trek Phase Two. I know that it was supposed to be a thing. Yeah, was supposed to be a thing, and it was gonna be Kirk and them. Right. And a lot of it turned a, into a, the motion picture. A lot of it turned right? it into the motion picture, but they had all these they were working on scripts for it. Right. Uh it's it's Devil and Daniel Webster plot, originally unearthed during TNG's third series third season story pinch. Yeah. God, I love a story pinch. <laughs> <laughs> Digging through all the papers. I love this. What do we got? Did we do uh, this, that? Did we do that? Oh, God. this
1: crazy thing that's like you?
0: Uh, eventually bore the mark of a score of TNG staff writers. In the end, it was Trek fan and wing staff writer Philip Lazenik's Lazben- comic touches that survived along with Pillar's idea of making the devil a female. Hmm. So a fucking wing staff writer gets to stroll on over to TNG. Ugh, that's
1: our dream. What a day. What a time that was Not to mention Michael Piller made her a woman That's the whole thing Right That's the whole thing That's interesting about this episode Is is her kind of having this Didn't they do a Devil and Daniel Webster movie That
0: never got released With Alec Baldwin and Jennifer Love Hewitt <laughs> <It> sounds perfect. <laughs> I swear to God, they did, and they I never got released. It's
1: definitely this struck me as Daniel, Daniel, Devil, uh, Devil, and Daniel Webster.
0: The outline reads like a nineteen sixties Trek episode. Uh, it is in it a demonstrative Captain Kirk fast talks Planet Niter out of falling for an imposter's scam, exposing the Devil as merely the mental energy of a surviving planetary elder and his original fellow council members. So that's very much what you were picturing. Yeah. That's so funny.
1: TOS, yeah. Fascinating.
0: There you go. A little, little more fascinations.
1: Uh, I, to Dr. Clark, I made no headway. love the effects in the shuttlecraft sequence, by the
6: way. Riker Lo- I think
2: the shuttlecraft looks great. I scans. love the
6: approach through the
2: Sir, window. I, I have
6: found an obscure precedent in Ventoxian law which may be of interest. Yes. The case involves a contract dispute over services rendered by a Klingon craftsman on the construction of a Ventoxian home. Because the dispute involved an alien culture, the parties decided that arbitration, rather than the courts, should resolve the issue. Both parties agreed to choose an arbitrator. It's the only known case involving an alien claimant. That's exactly what I needed. Well done,
8: Data.
0: Do you think that, like, in the Klingon homeworld, like, these uh, craftsmen Klingon are looked down upon for not being warriors? Or are they respected for their craft?
1: Mm. Probably the former. Oh, sorry. Man.
0: Who's building bat lifts out there? You
1: know what I mean? I guess that's true. Well, probably if you build bat lifts, then you're like a samurai,
0: you know, sword maker. Prepare for sequence. This is a great shot. Andy's right, everybody. If you're at home, tune in.
8: Receive shuttle <laughs> one. <laughs> enterprise. Enterprise, you read me? Enterprise,
1: come in. It would be much more dangerous if we could do this to Federation technology. By the way, uh, if I'm
0: Data, I'm staying on course.
1: That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. And
0: I would line up in the shuttle there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm not Data. Not yet, anyway.
8: I don't believe Ardra is capable of transporting the Enterprise a light year away. Keep hailing them, Mr. Data. Repeat on all frequencies. Hey, I think we found something here. It's wharf. He's
1: just floating in space. <laughs> There's
8: a sudden jump in Z particle readings just about the time the Enterprise disappeared. Where did it originate? It was too brief to pinpoint. But it could suggest a hidden power source. Gentlemen, we need to find that source if we are to defeat this woman. Well, if you can get her to perform a few more magic tricks like that one, we just might be able to track it down.
9: So I trust you have a bit more respect for me now.
8: What have you done with my ship?
9: I've done nothing with your ship. My ship is safely in my possession.
8: I do not recognize your claim on the Enterprise. Not on this world, for that matter. And In accordance with Ventaxian legal precedent, I call for an arbitration.
9: An arbitration? There's nothing here to arbitrate.
8: Oh, but there is. You're a fraud, madam. And I intend to prove that you could not have affected the changes that took place on this planet.
9: Do you not believe what you see with your own eyes? Your ship is gone, Captain.
8: An illusion. Magicians have been making things of all sorts disappear for ages. Oh,
0: you wonder! Like tigers at the Eiffel Tower, and
8: one time a space shuttle.
9: (laughs) Me, but then most people do, until it's too late.
8: But if you are who you say you are, then you have nothing to
9: lose. I also have nothing to gain. I already have possession of this planet and your ship.
8: I am prepared to offer an added incentive if you.
0: So it's really Patrick Stewart's. Well, hang on. It's really Kat Picard's uh, swarthiness that really gets her to agree to this arbitration. As,
1: oh, yeah, sure. Swarthiness?
8: Just, I'm just saying, like... Uh, I'll take you to the ruins of Legillium.
0: You know, she finds him to be swarthy. Or Andy is going to look this up and say, Matt, you're using the word swarthy wrong. Swarthy
1: means dark skin. <laughs> if you're like a tall, dark, and handsome man, you find a swarthy complexion, attractive. I thought I was. Uh,
0: Not everyone is dark skin, is swat- swarthy. Hang on. <laughs> Let's <okay>. keep reading. <laughs> word is usually used to describe one whose skin is uh, weather beaten and darkened by the sun. Okay, I used it uh, 100% wrong.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: well, you know, next to data.
0: Uh, you next to data.
2: Do
1: you
0: need to have a Next to coffee? data. <laughs>
1: he could be swarthy. Sure, sure. Whatever the case, she's definitely
0: into him. What was the word I'm thing. looking for? Uh, sexual magnetism? Mm hmm.
1: Her, his Picardian Musk,
0: <laughs> his French,
1: <laughs> yeah, his French, uh, his, his,
9: uh, <laughs> I don't know, the Zatural Emerald,
1: Swarthy, You know where it is, <laughs> is. Myra, idiot. Yes, I what is the Zatural Emerald? It's never mentioned again. Oh. This is the only time it's mentioned. Yeah, it just seems like an odd thing for him to go. Like, I can give you this gobbledygook. Like, well, what is it? Why are would that sp- be valuable are we even supposed to supposed to infer that because of his study and love
2: of archaeology,
0: he awareness yeah. of these treasures. I'm sure there's treasures throughout the galaxy, Andy. Why didn't they tie it back one.
1: to that dumb thing with the time travel thing that they should have, uh, like, you're about? I'll that. give
0: you access to the most powerful weapon in the universe.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess that would have been a bad <laughs> idea.
0: <laughs> or you could just get away with a jewel on some planet yeah. that he doesn't need because he needs nothing. He wants for nothing. (laughs) This Federation cash and pay is a billion dollars a week. Inflation.
9: Arbitration. I will choose my own prize.
8: And what would that be?
9: You. By all rights, your body is already mine. But I want more I want your heart Your mind Your soul And, and I that want you to give Big ol' brain of yours Of your own free will
0: Cause you're so swarthy So
9: Do you still wish to pursue This most dangerous game?
0: <laughs> Cut to They're hunting a human <laughs> I said dangerous game Alright So they, they let Data be the arbitrator Which sure. I feel is a Kind of a Bad move for her, really.
8: But until this woman ever visited this planet a thousand years ago.
9: And I suppose you want a thousand year old witness?
8: That will be acceptable.
9: Jared, in the contract, does it specify how you would know me when I return?
3: Yes, by the date.
9: Anything else?
3: By the shaking of the cities and by the visions.
9: And all of these occurred on schedule? Yes. Thank you.
6: Captain Picard, my interpretation of Ventoxian law suggests that under these circumstances, this is acceptable.
1: Seems like a questionable argument. But you're all
6: sir.
0: It's all coincidence. It is coincidence. You're correct.
1: Please sit down. Why does Picard claim that he's Arda
0: oh he can't make the shitty shitty sick
6: you may proceed
9: thank you your honor
0: by
1: the way there's still
0: no sign of the enterprise right yeah
9: now when I first set foot on Ventax 2 what did I offer your people
3: according to the scrolls you offered us a thousand years of peace and prosperity if we would promise to surrender ourselves to you at the end of the term
9: and why do you think they would strike such a bargain
3: we had nothing to lose there was no hope in sight
9: until I came along Objection I withdraw the observation No further questions
0: Well, so far I'm pretty compelled
8: Your Honor Nothing in this testament proves that Ardra had the power to affect the lives of the Ventaxians I think
0: I like this episode My so much because it's
6: quiet her
0: case. <laughs> And it's heavy You can fall asleep heavy, Patrick distressed.
6: Stewart I yeah. find no cause to invalidate the contract at this time The arbitration will continue
9: Your Honor Captain Picard, as a new visitor to my planet, has been a consistent doubter of my abilities. I would like to ask him a few questions, if I may.
6: It is highly irregular to question the opposing advocate, but I see no reason to deny it. Proceed.
9: Please do not take any offense to these questions, Captain. You know how fond I am of you.
6: Objection. Sustained. The advocate will refrain from expressing personal affections for her opponent. Why?
9: You do not believe my powers are real, do you?
6: No, I don't.
9: Then, sir, may I ask you to explain this?
1: I'd love it if some, some doves came out of her
3: sleeves. <laughs> you are out of order.
0: Or these rings, which oh, are connected, as you can see. <laughs> or are they? <laughs> well, uh, let me just go ahead and blow my nose here. Oh, my God. It just keeps going
1: now we should ask picard where he he go that was definitely something i just want an answer that's all
6: the advocate will refrain from making her opponent disappear
1: just for that joke i think they fell in love with that joke and couldn't cut it
7: can you explain it picard
6: any more disruptions and i will rule you in contempt of court is that understood
1: i would have liked seeing the devil that's the best before. of the that's the
0: best they could do on the devil yeah
1: the reaction the, the costume oh yeah it's <laughs> a valid point the satiny lycra like yeah, like with a pattern
0: on yeah. it like a little polka dots like it's like they just this is post legend
1: do you, do you want me to throw out you know this what I mean? devil like, costume? Give
0: me a fucking Tim Curry looking devil or
1: nothing. Me and my wife were a devil and a devil lady for Halloween. Do we want to just toss this? Ah, uh, Bill, I don't know. Why do you keep bringing your costumes in every year asking us use to use it? Use? Yeah, I know, but
0: just, you know, no one wants them. Want but oh, we're in right. a pinch, so let's see that devil.
1: Okay, how about this slobbery Klingon I got? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you go as? A slobbering Klingon? Yeah, last
0: year. When was
9: a slobbery <laughs> Klingon. Your Honor, but. Can you explain it's it? called
1: Messy Klingon.
9: Yes or
0: no? No. Boom. <laughs> Chuckles. Meanwhile. The decay
7: rate of these Z particles make it almost impossible to trace the source. I the particle. <laughs> I, I thought that guy was still alive. <laughs>
1: that guy's almost <laughs> dead in this episode. Uh, he had five more years in him.
6: I
0: have coordinates. 34 degrees north I have coordinates They were written on this clipboard <laughs> It says the ship we're looking for is here Should have looked here before, before. <laughs> Should have looked here on this pile of clipboards With ship locations
7: Andy and I are having fun kilometers. That would put it in orbit uh, Above the western magnetic pole Running visual scan
1: Time for a nap
0: Good night Mr. Geordie <laughs> Mr. Jordy. It uh-uh. is mean, yeah, cool what you call right? him right this time I don't buy the magic something's gotta be there
8: Jared you've described quite thoroughly the history of your people before and after Ardra's first visit but I'm a little unclear about the change it's in- slow
0: change there you go snoozeville really I mean come on this doesn't really get good until Jordy pops back in
1: yeah
3: we shifted our economy it's a little it's very re- redundant
1: at this
0: point
3: to an agrarian base
8: it was because more they already made th-
1: these points mm-hmm.
8: of initiative. One, but it sounds as if, with a lot of courage, hard work, your ancestors still changed it. this world all by themselves.
9: Objection. The advocate is drawing conclusions. Also, does it matter? Like the Sustained. thing
1: happened, she said I was going to happen.
9: Conclusions, if you do not mind.
1: <laughs> when, yeah, as
0: far as when these things happen, but they happen. That's the point. Uh, oh, now it's going
8: to get good. Jordy's back. I believe my associate, Mr. LaForge, may be bringing the answer to that question. I request a recess.
7: Hi, Dana.
1: By the way, I don't like the set. This is not a good set. One hour set recess is
8: grand. Awesome. Oh, this very,
1: arbitrary.
0: Very well, it's clearly boring. they just put chairs where they beam down in the first place. Right. And a little uh, Judge, uh...
8: Ford, my bench? Yeah. My podium? Soul. Well, that's it's the bench, right? Inch, yeah. Well, Whatever's been going on over here gave us exactly what we needed. Have you identified the source of our
1: power? I like that aspect. I like that he kind of tricked her into using her powers. Although he didn't do it really not directly. directly. Not purpose. She kind of just yeah. did it on her own, and I think we he should have baited her way, into it
8: more. The enterprise Exactly where it's supposed to be. Archer extended to cloaking shields around it, set up a subspace damping field to interfere with normal operations. I've isolated the frequency spread and penetrated the field. Can you make contact?
7: Already have.
8: This is what I want to do. But we have less than an hour.
0: And I don't want to tell the audience.
8: <laughs>
6: Here's what we'll do. Yes, yes. Whisper,
8: whisper, 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 whisper. Jared, you're a wise and experienced leader and I assume that you trust your senses. Yes. They're pretty cool. And all your senses tell you that this woman here is the most powerful force on this planet, don't they? Yes. And what would you say if I were to tell you that she has no powers whatsoever?
2: She's right
9: there. Cuckoo, cuckoo, (laughs) cuckoo, he's cuckoo bird. That's right. And you will again.
8: Oh, yes. Ardra's magic. Jarrod, would you believe me if I told you that I could steal her powers and perform the same magic acts as she does. <laughs> I'm sorry, Captain Data Cole, does. But you are not. Ardent. Break the emotion wall in here. Oh, that's.
0: Oh. <laughs> <Not laughs> is that emotion, or I guess he can but be fascinated can by things. tremors.
8: He's doing just a, as she did. An impression.
6: Objection, Your Honor. I think he deserves some leeway. Overruled.
8: But that will be quite enough, Captain. Of course. Audra, will you do the honors and stop the tremors?
9: Uh of course. Something of matter. I like the tremors.
8: (laughs) Well, I don't. (laughs) I like the tremors.
0: You recognize the same old bag of tricks. That's from the wings guy. How about this one?
8: Come back, Audra, if you can.
1: Now, where were you? No? Please, someone tell us.
8: all the impudence. Impudence?
9: Feklar!
0: Yay! <laughs> oh, yeah. oh Klingon!
8: Your leeway has run out.
0: Bill, I gotta tell you, we used two of your costumes this year. It's <laughs> gotta feel pretty
8: good. Good job. I appreciate your indulgence. Allow me to explain. A team from the Enterprise has taken control of this woman's the ship. The team
0: has been led by now Beverly Crusher. Around
8: Ventax 2. Thank you for your help, number one. Glad to be of service, sir. They've been monitoring me on my communicator, executing a prearranged program on her ship's computer. A fairly ingenious combination of force field projection, holography, and transporter effects. Audra controls her magic, literally, by the blink of an eye. Centuries-old technology. An implant which permits the movements of her eye to choose and activate each illusion. Ardra once told us that she is known by many names Well, at least in that she was being honest I like Her this. crew have admitted that she is known by 23 aliases in this sector alone
9: You had no right
8: Deceiving innocent people with her petty schemes for years Ventax 2 must have offered her the greatest opportunity of her nefarious career she, she learned of the myth of Ardra, studied it
0: These pirates I'm and so you.
8: expertly played on your fears ...that your people were ready to virtually surrender to her.
9: Your Honor, under the circumstances, I believe it is only fair that I release the Ventaxians from their obligation. And I will let them keep the peace they have. And I will just be... Give me
0: that Beverly that Hillbillies guy in here. <laughs> oh, it's not even him. It's a different set of extras
6: the advocates withdraw, the contract is hereby dissolved. This arbitration
8: is adjourned. Thank you, Captain Picard. You saved our lives. No, Jared. As I've tried to tell you, you saved your own lives a long time ago. Hey, look deep within yourself.
0: That's what you'll find is the most useful. (laughs) Um... Yeah, all right. There we go. I That's the it. episode right there. This is an interesting episode for me to uh, award a, an NVC and a... Because you'll have to look deep inside. <sighs> I have, I always have to look deep inside for these, Andy. It's, the, it's quite frankly, it's the most important thing we do every week. Is it? Awarding a crew member with an award?
1: Yeah. Well, I guess. If only he knew where that sound cue was. I mean, I know where it is. I'm just taking my time and... Oh, he did take his time.
9: Well it's the
2: M V C yeah the MVC.
9: Only Matt and Andy know who it's gonna be. Will it be Data
2: Riker, Troy or Doctor Crusher? If you don't like who they pick, just remember that this podcast is free. Oh, uh, I
1: feel like
0: everyone forgets that
1: so much. <laughs> Including us. Um, well Jordy's definitely got to have a hand on it. Well, he does finally locate that thing, the uh, the 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 other ship with those Z particles. Are we giving data some uh no. some data Data's like I think straight he Did down all the, the legal research? Yeah, he did find that legal
0: precedent the arbitration, but he arbitered. And I think, but I really have to give it to uh Picard. It's his resilience and diligence that allowed for this whole thing to come together, and he did such a good job as an arbitrator. And he told Jordy
1: we have an hour to do this plan. Here it is. <laughs> See, all those things are are sort of incidental, as far as I'm concerned. And I don't know that the trick really is that that important. As soon as Jordy figures out the technology, you could unravel her her whole plan in several different ways. So I'm yes, giving but, it. Uh, data hasn't uh,
0: Jordy wouldn't do it nearly as entertainingly as Picard did (laughs) well
1: that's it depends who you're giving me who's the most valuable cast uh, uh, character that's a different thing than crew member well
0: I think you had to really hold the judge's attention here Mm -hmm. the arbitrator's attention
1: (laughs) I'm giving all of my point to Jordy. you're giving a whole point to Jordy? the whole thing I'm
0: giving my whole point to Picard we split points there you go
1: point split
0: Uh oh it's okay Why? It's the Andes. Or some other groundbreaking method of (laughs) rating things. The Andes. Or some other method of ranking. We're working on it. This is a very interesting episode for me, Andy. Yes. Here's the situation. Mm -hmm. Based purely on the quality of this episode of television. Okay. It is a five. Mm -hmm. Then I have to kick in the Matt Meyer gear of how much do I enjoy watching this episode, which then kicks it all the way up to a Mm ten. However, I can in not good consciousness... Give put the clip, open that back up. You're causing the buzzings. Um, I cannot, in good consciousness, give this episode a ten. I'm gonna have to slap the uh, my score, my amount of Andes, right in the middle of those two, seven point five. That is that is a very high rating. It's for this too episode. high, but I'm skewing it so much because I enjoy it. I want to say, for the record, I understand that uh, quality-wise, it's a five for me. But but my score of Andes, for the record.
1: May I go down with the ship, 7.5. I like the themes. Uh, I I think they build it. uh, You know, even though they didn't do what I expected them to do, which apparently they were thinking of doing originally, um, I really like the characterization of Ardra. I think that the actress really nails it against Patrick Stewart. Always tough. I really buy their chemistry and their relationship. And uh, much more than the previous con artist we saw that he has romantic entanglement with. Um,
0: Vaj. Is that her name? You're talking about on on the Risa situation. Vash.
1: Well, I'm just going by how he, doesn't he pronounce it Vash? <laughs> Possibly. Um, anyway, so that being said, it's kind of a tepid episode. I don't really know if it's, it doesn't crush it, but it's all solid. I give it a 5.5. 5.
0: I think that's a fairly reasonable way to put it, Andy.
1: There you go.
0: Alright, let's uh, take a look at the trailer for next week's episode, which uh, refresh my memory. What is next week's episode, Andy? Next week's episode... Clues? Yes, it is Clues. Now, Clues is an episode that I have watched uh, almost as much as devils do, Andy. I'm very excited to show you the trailer for Clues. Have you watched it yet?
1: No, I have not. Okay,
0: so Clues, TNG... Oh, by the way, I would play a, t- a TNG edition of Clue. Yeah? Like.
1: Oh, that's genius. Was, How about a TNG edition? It was of- Wharf
0: in oh. the ready room with the with the fish. How about Monopoly? <laughs> I'd play that too. Uh, trailer for, uh, let's see. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Can't wait to see what. What angle they plan? A strange play accident leads
8: to shocking betrayal. You are the key to this entire mystery, and you have done nothing but block my every attempt to solve it. Hidden motives hide an alien threat. What really happened to us? I cannot answer that. Dangerous forces control the fate of the crew.
9: I looked into the mirror. It wasn't me, Worf.
8: Take us back to the scene of the crime. This ship must be destroyed.
7: Deadly secrets on Star Trek: The Next Generation.
1: That one looks troubling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that one, uh, I actually am looking forward to that discussion with you because it's a discussion I've always wanted to have, but never met anybody nerdy enough to have it with.
1: All right, I look forward to and, it.
0: Uh, you know, I've met you, King of the Nerds.
1: <laughs> uh, I am sure for now. <laughs> You're not the King of the Nerds. I feel like I'm a
0: Duke. Maybe. Oh wow! This next week, clues is a uh, is a Joe Minoski episode. Bruce D. Arthurs and Joe Manoski did the teleplay that's cool uh so Andy it's now time to uh pop back over Uh to the president's circle to say a big thank you to uh everyone who has been kind enough okay to uh be members Joe Manoski for those of you wondering uh He did the uh, first episode of uh, Discovery. Nice. Stuck with uh, Voyager and TNG forever. Uh, Okay, so handing Andy his list of patrons, handing me my list of mine. And with that, I will now get us back. Into the United Federation of Planets President's Circle. Last week, Andy was upset that I didn't give us a transport in. So this week, I'm going to transport us in with a TOS transporter.
1: Okay. <laughs> You really feel it with the old transporter. You feel yeah. the tingles a lot. You more. know,
0: it's a lot. Everything took a lot more power back then. You know, sure, this sure. is uh, where we say thank you to everyone who's a patron, a member of the president's circle. That's the second tier where you get two podcasts a month. If you're missing us over this break, by the way, we're on break for a couple of weeks. Thank you, everybody, for understanding that Andy and I like to have a holiday and uh, not spend it with each other. That's the beauty of friends. <laughs> getting breaks from each other uh, So, with that, you are welcome, everyone To uh, become a member of the President's Circle Get yourself some podcasts during our off time uh, It's at patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC At the $5 level, you become a lieutenant You get one a month At the President's uh, Circle level $17.01, $17.01, of course, the registry number of the Enterprise That's why we made it that much uh, You get two very long episodes every month Extra It's like a 50% more us yeah. If that's what you want. Plus you help us keep this podcast going. The server ain't free and neither is Andy's uh, coffee habit. I was going to say shirt budget. Shirt sure. <laughs> budget.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of. All right. So, Andy, begin. Kirsten Kristen D's. <laughs> sorry.
0: Uh, sorry, Kristen. We're 10 uh, D's. Uh, God Christ- bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, Kristen Scassi, the goddess of carbs herself. Thank you. Christopher Fanagi. Oh, uh, Fanagi.
1: Uh, Kyle Gant, Kyle Thompson, Kyle Vester, Laura Hansen, Lauren Gleason, Lieutenant Linnea Thunsell. Yes.
0: Uh, a lot of these people I recognize from Excellent Adventure. Oh, yeah. These are uh, wonderful people. Uh, Lissy D, Lizzie A, Luke Cummins, Luke Morgan Rowe, uh, Lynn Perdue, Mark Mitchell, Martin Hedergrod Peterson,
1: Masato Kaeda, Matt Tuine. Uh, Kaida Melody Harris Or Kaida Kaida uh, Merrick Busfield Or uh, Boosfield <laughs> We are um, mad at this We really are Michael Howe uh, Michael Yatsko In some ways they get extra airtime Because we bumble their names so yes. badly We try and correct them uh, Michael Yats. Yitz- yeah, I said <laughs> Michael? Oh you said it Yeah Michael Gaylord Well it's Mike Gaylord Mike Gaylord. Mike, if you're ever in Los
0: Angeles, head to the Gaylord Apartments in the uh, in the in the basement of that apartment building, old historic apartment building, it used to be across the street from the Ambassador Hotel, world famous hotel. Uh, the HMS Bounty is oh, there. Yeah. Nice. And uh, here's a Matt Myra tip: best onion rings in the city of Los Angeles, bar none, wow. and quite frankly, one of the greatest bars to go for the holiday season. Oh, I love it so much, Andy. Jeez. Someday I'd like to take you there, just as friends. Let's have a drink. We've never really done
1: that. That's true. I'll an ale. You can uh, have
0: whatever the Cardassian was drinking Oh, see, I'd probably just get a Guinness hmm. Or, well, you know what I do A lot in the holidays? What do you do? Not that anyone cares uh, I'm a big vodka cranberry guy in the holiday season Sure, that's festive uh, Mike Jones Mike Man. Mr. Bundy himself, Jason King Nate Richmond, eh, <laughs> Neil <laughs> No worries, there's another Neil in the horizon Neil Studd. Nicholas Frost. Nicholas Jones. Patrick Benoit. Paul Brisk. Paul Carl. Paul Sharp. President Mateo. Raymond. Uh, Rebecca Shavira. Richard Davis. Rob Rinney. Lieutenant Robert Denton. Uh, Chief Petty, Petty Officer. Officer Master Sergeant Robert Garrison. Robert Olson. Robin Larson. Ron LeBanc <laughs> Ross McCloud Ryan Darley Samuel Rabisi. Sandra Mahler Ribicel That's what it's actually going to be Scott Bradley Scott Burnett Sean Secunda I <laughs> who that is <laughs> Sean uh, Sean Nass And then uh, rounding out Because we're only doing three episodes this week uh, This month rather We have to We got to get these in So here we go Sean Russell
1: Sir Reginald Pennybottom Sky Wilson Shrikanar. Stephen Price. Stevie Marie Nickel. The Kembles. Timothy Cullen. Tina Rowdio. Tish Wheeler. Tom Brown. Tom Kelsall. Troy Ray. Tucker Powers. Tyler Rosewood. <laughs> Lieutenant Vanilla My Thunder. <laughs> Veronica Wisely. Vincent Neary. Zach. Zach Fortney.
0: Thank you all so much for being members of the President Circle. Andy and I appreciate it more than our words can express.
1: Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Life Day. Uh, yeah, I think Life Day really encompasses everything. Sure. You know, let's all, but let's remember, all get back to Kashyyyk in
0: time for Life Day. But let's just remember, there is no Ard- drug, guys. Uh, Ardra is what you make of it. <laughs> all right. So for Andy Secunda, I'm Matt
1: Myra. I'm Andy Secunda
2: (laughs) Disengage